You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu! Mike check, Mike check waifu waifu, Teliano, you awake? <laughs> nah, I'm knocked out, bro. What's up? Welcome to episode 64 of Mike check waifu waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure y'all go to loucomplex.com. Use that offer code waifu to save on your entire card. They just uh, dropped a, this collab with somebody. I forget the name of it, but go look at it. It's super dope. It's incredible. It's actually amazing. Go check it out. LouComplex.com. Use the offer code waifu. It's also brought to you by our Patreon producers. Monique Williams, uh, Chris Kennedy, explicitly. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a list pulled up. I'm pulling it up right now. I try to, I try to remember it by heart, but I got a terrible memory. You're not that bad. You've been doing well. I know. I've been doing real good. Terrible memory. And like, I have trouble with the Japanese name of stuff. Like, the names are are real difficult for me. But it's Chris Kennedy, uh, uh, Connor, D Prince, explicitly, and Monique Williams. Thank y'all so much for supporting the show. We appreciate y'all. And a random shout out to Cryfu, who's been a Senpai supporter for a long time. Jesus. Since September of 2019. Thanks, brother. We appreciate you. I'm going to start doing that, adding a random Patreon supporter in there every week as well. Um, we love that y'all. Uh, listen, we got a lot to talk about today. Um, hopefully, Libsyn don't destroy us. We shall see. Mm. Depending on how long this episode run. But for those, It could you, be one of those episodes. <laughs> it could be one of those episodes. For those of you that don't know, who's new to Mike Check Waifu Waifu, the way the show is set up is we talk about everything we watch, topics, questions, and everything in the first half of the show and then we in the second half of the show right after our music break we talk about the weekly anime of the season so it's still summer season fall coming up soon um yeah still summer season so we're watching that summer season anime we're gonna go over stuff like uh sword art online re-zero uh fire force etc in the second half of the show um but we got a lot of good stuff for you today um so I want to start off with how you feeling, man, besides just waking up and it's uh, Bro. like 11 p.m. on a Sunday. Nah, man. You know, I got kids and I work a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had to take a nap. Nah, but uh, I, feel that, I was watching Bleach mm-hmm. and your boy passed out. We're going to talk about Bleach later, but I feel that. Yeah. Uh, Listen, I took two. I, I can't even make fun of you because I took two naps today myself. Okay. I woke- See, come on. <laughs> How you going to do me like that? That's why it was so funny to me because I took two naps too. I, I woke up at around like, for some reason, I've been waking up early. I woke up around like nine o'clock. Well, nine on my off day. So this is, is that's early for me. Yeah. Woke up at nine. I started watching a bunch of shows. And then I, um, I, I, what? I fell asleep trying to watch God of High School. Actually, I never even finished that episode, the newest episode. Okay. I was bored out of my motherfucking mind. Um, I can see that. <laughs> uh, yeah, did I, I never finish it. That's crazy. No, I did finish it. 
I think I did finish it. I just don't remember it because that's that's what I think about God of High School. Anyway, um, yeah, but I, I caught up on a bunch of anime and stuff, and then I took another nap, like around, I think it was like around five till about seven. Now I'm just up with all the energy right now. I'm fucking, I'm gone. I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, that. That's the that's the same thing that happens to me. Like I'll if I'm asleep for thirty minutes and I wake up, I have either too much energy mm-hmm. or I need to go back to sleep. And now that I'm like, oh, we supposed to be recording, my body <laughs> is like tingly. Like, <laughs> like my body, you know how like I, I don't normally drink uh like coffee or energy drink. No, but you yeah, know how no, you I had that first energy drink. drink in five years? Yep. Yep. That that is how my, my skin feels right now. <laughs> like <laughs> Like yo, I'm 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 too energized, or it could just be the air conditioning that I hate. <laughs> yo, tell never drink energy drinks. That's that's crazy. I, I do an energy drink once every four years. That's yeah, that's rare. That's rare for you for sure. Listen, man, it, if I do, I'm all over the place. It's straight up. <laughs> um, especially speaking of energy drinks, I know this is like not anime, but those bang energy drinks with creatine and shit are the devil. Uh, they're the devil, bro. And are I, they good? I say this because they taste fucking phenomenal. That's and what I heard. I had one of them, and I'm like, I'm like the shakes and shit. I'm like, oh, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? And I was, re- I was ready to run through a brick wall, bro. Right, right. <laughs> that those things are are definitely one that actually works because energy drinks normally make me sleepy, but not a fucking bang, bangs, bang. Yeah, not if a spicy. I, I, <laughs> right bang uh, it would be a dope commercial yeah, but yeah that. when I have energy drinks bro like five hour energy I had a five hour energy one time and I was like on like my last leg felt like I was about to pass out your boy <laughs> did not go to sleep for another 24 hours I drink that thing it was Damn. I was wired yeah. I was wired bro and did I was you- trying to go to sleep I was literally sitting there with my eyes like closed and I'm beyond it and my body would not let me do it did you crash it afterwards like, though like after that 24 hours when I went to sleep I slept for four hours that's it. Yes, bro. And then the next day after that is when I actually fully crashed. I was like, you know, that that mile high club, you know, when Polo didn't get his landing gear going. Yep, yep. Crashed. No yeah, stop. Done. <laughs> Done. Oh man. Listen. Uh where do we want to start? You wanna start off with what we're watching? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. What I watched besides Bleach, Bleach is gonna come a little later. So much shit. So shout out to underscore at underscore Rob J. For giving me this, giving us the suggestion, and that's the uh, Great Pretender on Netflix. It's a new joint mm-hmm. that just dropped. I watched the entire thing. 13, okay, <laughs> thirteen episodes, blew through it. Um, so the very first part of this of this show was some of the best, some of the best shit I've ever watched. Um, uh, not uh, animation decent. Um. Voice acting is freaking phenomenal. Uh, but the story, boy, I tell you, that story is fantastic. Okay, it's broken up into three different cases. Mm-hmm. Okay, The Great Pretender is about a scam artist that lives in Japan and that moves to America and commits these scams, but they commit scams to people who are terrible and yes. in the world, which is, is the first part of this. It's broken up into cases, like I said. So you have, I think, three cases. Um, one is about uh, them scamming a drug dealer, a, a mafia drug dealer. The other one is scamming some fucking pilot. 
And then the last one is scamming um, this paint dealer. All of like the, the last two were just basic as fuck. Super average ass anime and it was cool. It was decent. But the very yeah. first cases, which I believe is like five episodes long, was fucking phenomenal. That shit was movie quality, like great fucking anime that you would never you never even you never even seen. Like you've seen this kind of anime before, but it's never been done like this. And the shit was great. Um, so but, the, what what is the Great Pretender? Great again. It's a, it's about a dude moving to a different country and scamming bad people, mm-hmm. essentially. So basically, he's a confidant or a, a confident. They call it, and he literally just works scams. And they do okay. they do they basically scam heists from these terrible people and then take all the money and and and, and run kind of shit. Uh, I like the way it's broken up, though. It's broken up into like they when they get another case, like it's a it's sort of a mini time skip. Time passes, they get another case, and then time passes again when that case is over, and then they get another case. And they kind of the way they do their storytelling is great. Um, as far as like backstory goes and pacing goes, is great. But like I said, the last two cases were just kind of like average, average shit and predictable. But the first one, you yeah. never knew. You never knew what the fuck was going to happen. And this shit was fire, bro. Like fire, fire, fire. It's it's a great show. D- again, the last two cases aren't that great, but it's still good, good, good TV, good anime. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Yeah. I, de- I definitely suggest watching it, though. It's it's sweet. Yeah. Um, I'm, uh, I added it to my list of mm-hmm. stuff that I have to watch. Um, now, if you say in that first, the, that first like five episodes, Fuck is that good? Incredible. I'm have to pick this up so I can at least at least say something about it. Cause yeah, when you do, I that's can, crazy. I, I want to talk like full spoilers with you because that Let's shit is live. Let's do it. Crazy. Um, crazy. Yeah. Are you shaking your head like crazy? Like crazy, dude. Okay. <laughs> Yo, I can't believe. Okay. Like crazy. I, okay. It's good, man. It's real good. Uh, what What about you? What you got? Uh, I started a uh, decadence. Yeah, yeah. Um, because the lost homie and what was it Trezes Treases? Mm-hmm. Try the they, truth. Uh, they kept talking about it. Kept talking about it. So I said, forget it. I'm gonna give it a go. And I have to say, I'm sorry because I gotta wait week to week. Um, it's actually like really good. Um, and when I say it's really good, I mean like. The world itself is interesting because I want to know how it got this way. Like right. we we know. For <laughs> 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 y'all who don't have the uh, who not watching the video version, Polo trying to get his camera to focus on him, and it wasn't doing it for nothing. Um, the, what what makes this show extremely compelling is is the world itself is in a state of disarray, and we know how it got there, but we don't really know the steps that happened to get it there, but we know what's happening right now. And we're kind of seeing the repercussions of that. Uh, I don't want to give too many spoilers because it's actually interesting how you see things unfold Mm -hmm. and realize what this world really is and why kind of like why it is because you get details, but you don't really get like the full bam here. Here's what it is. And here's why it is. Right. Um, Now, I got some. Our our main character, her name is Natsumi, and uh, Kabu Kaburagi. Kaburagi's her like 
mentor character. And these two characters together have a pretty interesting dynamic, but they have that like uh, almost like Naruto and Jiraiya vibe, mm-hmm. you know, like the sensei and the pupil, even though he's not, he not dry a level, but he, he's obviously going to be a, a certain type of character. He's raw. Right. Like um, just think of it as it's similar to attack on Titan in the regards of it's people fighting monsters and that they use this really cool, like three dimensional gear to travel mm-hmm. and fight these monsters. Yeah. I, I need, I, I need you to watch it. Cause I, I feel like I can't say too much. Yeah. So, for those of you that don't know, I talked about this maybe about about eight weeks ago or something like that. When the mm-hmm. when the season first started, whenever the season first started, whenever the season first started, I you watched probably the watched the first episode. Yeah, yeah, I watched the first episode with it, and I I was bored. So I said I I didn't say it was bad because I didn't think it was bad. It wasn't bad. I was just bored out of my mind. So I decided you know I'm like you know what let me go ahead and um. Let me go ahead and save this for a binge because it was so much other stuff to watch this season that I could just I can put this off and binge it straight through later because I think it's only thirteen episodes. So when it does finish, it's it's twelve. It's twelve. Okay, I will yeah. say, I do think it's good enough to to value or to to watch week to week. I, I just don't, I don't, don't want that. Yeah, I'm just saying I don't want to watch it week to week anymore because of how I'm actually enjoying it. Yeah, and but I'm going to keep watching it, obviously, because of what it is and so, how it's playing out. So the the thing is, is okay. I know it's probably good enough to watch week to week, but I don't think it's made. I mean, I do. I don't think it's made to be watched week to week, only because yeah. of the progression progression of that first episode. Said to me that it's, it's going to be a build up that uh, maybe takes a little bit of time, but it'd be better if you just get the story straight through, kind of like a long movie, if you will. Right. That's, right. that's what the feeling I got from it, but that's just off the first episode. So, you know, yeah. take that for what it's um, worth. Definitely enjoyable. Um, I just, I will say though, my my biggest gripe with this is that there's some characters they introduce you to that seem forgettable. Yeah, in definitely. the beginning, but definitely. then there's characters like what's his name, Fennel. He's he's forgettable as soon as you meet him. Um, <laughs> But then there's other characters who you kind of like want to know more about. Mm-hmm. And I think that's signs of a good show, but there is, it's just signs. It doesn't mean it's actually good. Right. right. Um, but I actually, there were moments in this show that was like, yo, that's hype. Um, what's happening next. But then there's also moments like I, I'm stuck between, yo, this show is goofy as fuck. Like goofy. Yeah. Like, um, I believe that I can see that. <laughs> I can honestly see that just from the first episode alone. Yeah, I like, I like, you, you, I like the main character story. The main character story is kind of um, it's kind of dope. Like the way he, her father, and and everything. That whole little dynamic was pretty mm-hmm. dope. I like yeah. it, but again, it's just I don't know. I'll, I'll wait until it's done. I think uh, it's only got like three more episodes, right? Yeah, episode nine, four more episodes. Mm. So it's about to hit episode nine. So you got 10, 11, 12 after that. But yeah, I, I I think once it's finished and we watch it, I think we're not, I don't think it's going to be, I still think you'll like it more, more than Dr. Stone. Well, I mean, that's not hard to do. <laughs> yeah, to but Dr. Stone didn't get like a bad rating. It's not like we, we gave Dr. Stone a horrible rating. No, no. I mean, Dr. Stone is just average as fuck, but 
Yeah, um, I'm saying I think you'll like it more than Doctor Stone than like the average. Okay, I guess it's, average. it's above average. But I, I, it depends on how they end this because I don't know how they're gonna end it. Right, with only a few more episodes left. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I also watched a movie called Expelled okay. from Paradise on Netflix. So the reason it's Netflix is 3D bullshit, but it it's not bullshit. All right, it's a lot less heavy. On the three D, but like it's three, it's three D, right? Like it, yes. it got the the motion of the three D, but it is not as heavy, and the action in it fucking is like fucking Transformers action kind of stuff. It's it's pretty sweet, and then and then Steve Blum Blum was the uh, main protagonist, and of course he's like a legendary voice actor. Um, but it's about this. Uh, it's about the world. Okay, the world. Um, basically is. At, uh, they advance far enough in the future to where they can um, upload their consciousness to a, a computer and basically live the life in this fucking server based life. But they yeah. have like avatars and stuff like that, and they and they, and they <laughs> uh, they just kind of like live in this computer, this VR world essentially now. And the Earth is taken over by monsters and um. Some of the humans was left behind on Earth, and it, it's it's a weird fucking story to even talk about. To be honest, because I don't know how to describe it, but it's good. It's actually yeah. really good. Um, it's a cyberpunk show with mechs, strange enough, and I like it. Which that is weird. As soon as you said Transformer s stuff, I was like, it blew me back, man. It was it was good. I'm like, what the? Why am I enjoying this shit? Um. But the character dynamics between the main character and one of the cybernetic police people who's trying to find out why uh, this hacker hacked into their like their the whole server shit. Um, They're trying to find out why this hacker hacked them. And it turns out to be a whole nother like. A whole damn, how can I say this? I kind of want to spoil it because it's just a it's a short movie. Yeah, just do it. Um. no, I it's I don't know how to explain it, man. I enjoyed it, bro. I enjoyed it. It's so hard to describe, though. What was the name of that movie? Expel from Paradise. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna have to pick that one up too. It's it's weird, bro. It's so weird. You're gonna be like, what the fuck am I watching? But I think you will yeah. enjoy it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I probably will. It's just, it's it's a weird one, man. It's probably the weirdest thing I watched in a long time, and I watch a lot of weird shit. You 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 do watch some some weirdness, yeah. Like not, you know, I don't think you actually watch anything weird. To be honest, though, like, I mean, dude, I'll pick up something completely random like this and just toss it on and and wonder what the fuck I'm doing in my life. But something about this one I like. I don't know what it was, man. I, I, maybe it was Steve Blum's performance, of course, because he's obviously Spike from Cowboy Bebop. For those of you that mm-hmm. don't know, so I mean, it kind of felt right with him in his cyberpunk. <laughs> apocalyptic it, world like his voice fits it if if it definitely fit that character for sure um but it has some moralities in it and i'm like okay all right you know i'm down with that i'm down with okay. that and then of course i uh and then quickly i watched the first two episodes of season two of that it's like a show called with the gambling and shit on netflix Kakagori. Yeah, Kakagori. I watched the first two episodes of season two. I'm not going to speak much on that because you're, you're still on season one. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to finish that one. I'm going to start season two. Yeah. How, how Well, how was it? The start of it was dope. Dope okay. as fuck. I mean, same 
continue same, same yeah same fucking weird shit but even cra- <laughs> even crazier strangely enough how they make it crazier yeah keep okay watching. all right keep watching how far are you getting at um stop episode seven okay so did you tell me what was the craziest shit you've seen so far uh to me, it wasn't very far into it when shit got crazy. The craziest thing to me was like uh fucking old girl wanting to tear off her fingernails for betting. Was that the iPad chick? That was not the iPad chick. That was the 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 newbie girl who was like, Oh yeah. Okay. I know my dad talking. just has a shit ton of money and I just do this for fun. And yep. instead of betting two billion uh yen, how about I just take your fingernails. She got all horny for that shit. I was like, nah, bro. Yeah, it gets uh, uh, she that, crazy. That season gets even crazier than that. And it gets crazier than that. Like, yes. Like, I, I like the the stakes because it, it feels like in terms of how like intense it gets over money and like you know they how they talk about gambling money is like gambling their life and it makes them thrilled and stuff like that. I like that energy because it's true. You know, like money is money's not everything. But in a lot of senses, it's vitality. It's how you get through life because yeah. you need money to eat. You need it to pay your bills. You need you need money regardless of how much money ain't shit. Uh, but you need it. So uh, I thought that was interesting, <laughs> just like in general. So trust, yes. trust when I say, bro, it gets even crazier than that. It gets even crazier. They, they start trading like whole legs and shit. Uh. <laughs> speaking, speaking of whole legs. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! Nah, uh, what a transition, Tailway. I'm not gonna say that. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, I was reading my My Hero Academia, but oh. no, yeah, I'm, I just said whole legs. That's all it was. But uh, I wanted to talk about this Legend of Korra. <laughs> Can y'all put some respect on Korra's name, please? I don't understand like, the hate, bro. Just, just a little bit of respect on Korra's name. She is the avatar. <laughs> She's like, actually incredible too. I don't understand like, the hate. Like here, here's the thing that, that baffles me, takes my life away, my air, the the air in my lungs, bro. <laughs> She's the whole fucking avatar. Everything Aang could do, she can do just for, just because she's the avatar. Now I do get yes, that her being the avatar, also. Like being the avatar who that split the the link of avatars and actually let all the previous spirits basically be disconnected from her, that does d- d- like take away some of her overall power because you gain the experience of every avatar when you're in the avatar state. So anything any previous avatar has done, right? And you're in, in the avatar state, you can do anything they've ever done because you now learn that skill or gain that skill. But what those other avatars don't have, other than one is a direct connection to Rava, who is the actual avatar spirit itself that gives the avatar its power. And she literally, if she wanted to move continents, she can. <laughs> I don't understand why we think now and and worst gen, a lot of y'all was rocking with it. A lot of y'all understand that obviously the avatar will fade off for one. I feel like it's an obvious obvious thing there when you can literally take the lungs out of somebody i take the air out of somebody's lungs like when you can literally do that or just say i'm gonna I'm move your blood out of your body yeah like I, it, it's not fair it's not a fair comparison 
because the people who were saying it's not a fair fight were 100% right. The Avatar can't, is, is unfuckwittable if they go into the Avatar state and actually want to hurt somebody. It's, it's hard to me to understand. Like, it baffles now, me. Now, to play devil's advocate, I'm, I'm, I love Korra. I think she's a dope character. I think the show is great. She I'm took just, a lot of L's. I'm going to just say that. She took a lot of L's, and come on, man. One for all, he's taking that power, bro. He's taking it. But bending and quirks ain't the same thing. I mean, who said? You don't know that. It's a whole spirit that's in her body that she controls. He can't take a spirit. Who said? <laughs> All know. for one. All know. for one, he can only... The quirks come from him. That's why he can take them. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Well, I guess they all don't come from him, but he is the manifestation of the quirks, so of he can quirk, give them yeah. out and he can take them. So right. that's the story of All for One. Korra is the avatar. All avatar power doesn't come from her, but the 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 bulk of it, the majority of it is her being itself. It's like right. she is the connection the to the human world and the spirit yeah. world. She is it. It's yep. like, hey yo, do you want me to like fuck your life up or do you want me to, to just let you walk? You you choose. I don't yeah, I don't understand the Korra hate. I don't. Um again, no, it's not Avatar the last airbender. Yeah. But I it's agree. Still it's good. not it's still good. They still have the right and deserve the respect, and I'm gonna forever say that along with you. Um, I appreciate you, brother. <laughs> that that I can't, that I can't. Like we don't agree on a lot of things, but that we cannot. We don't we don't disagree on a lot of things. I That's also true. want to say, uh, so Polo and I had a discussion about subs and dubs on Twitter. Oh, true, true. And I want people to understand that me talking about subs and dubs on Twitter was literally just a demonstration of how stupid people look trying to argue subs and dubs. Yeah. I don't care what you watch. Like <laughs> right. I watch subs and dubs literally on a regular basis every Facts. single day. Do I prefer subs? Yes. But do I give a fuck if you watch uh, dubs? No, Facts, not in man. the slightest. I agree with you entirely. You get the same story. Yes. It's, just a, it's just an exercise and letting people know. This is how stupid you look arguing which one is better. <laughs> Like this is this is how this is how you look. No matter how valid your argue, your argument is, it doesn't make a difference. If you think that someone's dumb for watching dubs, low key, you stupid, bro. There Unless is. the dubs are like fan dubs, that's the only time right, it's an right, issue. Right, don't right, watch. And I, I don't even say I'm not even saying fan dubs are completely bad. It's if they they change the entire content of the story. But if they giving you the same exact information that the the intended creator give you, gave you, low key, like why does it matter? That is so funny because it it, it is essentially of people really do argue this conversation like it's it's a I don't understand it I would never get it like if someone that was says, me playing devil's advocate like like you yeah, like that's yeah, what I'm saying that's all it was it was clear yeah as soon as somebody says I watch dub anime and I see somebody say ill you're gross why do you watch dubs it sounds terrible I think it's the fucking funniest shit in the world. Because <laughs> it's like you look ridiculous, okay? You look dumb. <laughs> yes. Because guess what? The end, the, the end result is the same result that you get watching your subs, that they get watching their dubs. Again, I do both too. It doesn't, it literally does not fucking bother me which one of these things I watch. Like, I prefer dubs because I speak English. I'm from America. That's the only language I know. 
So that's the that's the only the only reason why I say that. I want to watch something not in the language I speak because I feel like I can. I mean, it's it relates to it easier. Yeah, it's just I speak English, so why the fuck would I want to hear English? I mean, right. but if the English sounds bad, then I'm okay. I don't have a problem with reading. Like it's it's yeah. not never been an issue. The problem is is the elitists that pretend to be superior because they watch a fucking sub anime that shit if you don't get your dumb ass i, <laughs> I literally out of I, here I, I thought about this earlier today too because i was like yo this is funny as fuck bro because <laughs> like i like to point out when a when a sub is actually bad like mm-hmm. a sub actually has bad moments and i was listening to i was watching bleach and i was listening to the difference in order Hime and like Nellyel's voice right and I'm like, why does Nell still sound like a fucking child when she's not the size of a child anymore? Oh my god, and that transition from when and Adele is clean. And I'm just like, yo, she sound like a whole ass two year old still. Like, my daughter has a deeper voice than her, <laughs> and that's the one thing I hate in subs that they do when the um, voices are for younger people or like right. like children, what they do, and they did this in um, Grave of the Fireflies, and I think I mentioned it then too, is that they use like a voice modification to make the pitch right. of the voice lighter. And that sounds fucking horrible. Right. Can, it's we, all- can we not do that to children in subtitles? That's horrible. Can yeah. you just find someone who can do the voice properly? Right. And most, a lot of Japanese voices for females are already naturally higher yeah. pitched. So when you modify it to be even higher pitched than that with an effect... Yeah. Not with an actual child, it just sounds weird. Yeah, and they don't do that obviously in a lot of the yeah. newer yeah. subtitles and whatnot. And I think that the effect is way better now than it was before. But I'm just saying, like that's one of the things that you can. It's easy to point out when a sub is trash, and if people can't objectively see something like that and say no, that's garbage, then that's where the issue lies. Is that see, you? You you can you can objectively see that something is trash. I'm a Again, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I don't know if a sub is trash because I don't fucking speak Japanese. Okay. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know. You can know. tell if it's trash. No, bro. you can't, man. You can't. You don't think that moment is trash? Like that, what I just said. You don't think that makes something trash? How would I know? That's so subjective because if I speak Japanese and I'm listening to somebody do this in Japanese and then it, it to me... And if I speak Japanese and I know the language and I know the to- tones and I know the cadence, then maybe I can understand why you would and think it's trash. And they modify the voice. It's, that's your, it's your personal preference. You I prefer so. for them not. You you prefer not to hear that to your mental, to you, your mindset. You're not wrong. You know? I'm just saying. To me, but, that would seem objectively trash. <laughs> see, I don't know. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Seems, I can't say that because so I, don't, bad. I don't speak Japanese. I could tell you when some English sounds bad. Because I speak English, but I can't tell you if Japanese sounds bad because I don't speak Japanese. Like, again, it's I think it's subjective on on what your ears want to hear. And I would definitely say there are some subs that I don't want to hear. Like, I don't want to hear Goku subbed at all, ever. That would never change in my life. I don't want to hear just like I don't want to hear. Who else? What show is that? Fuck. Naruto. No, I don't mind Naruto sub. Naruto sub is pretty clean. Um. Fuck, I can't remember. But it's just some some subs. Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> yes, yes. Cowboy Bebop, I don't want to hear sub. That's a fact. Or Trigun, I don't want to hear sub either. No, no thank you. But the rest, I'm like, uh, you know, if I, you know, that's personal though. I don't, I don't, I don't know if they're bad voice actors. Their acting could be 
Oscar worthy in, J- in Japan, but to me, I, I don't know. I don't know. Nah, I think you can sense the motion, the emotion. I think, I think even even though you say that, I think that if you hear a subtitle, hear hear people speak and sub in Japanese, like their native tongue, I think that you can tell because I feel like you would know if they like because you can sense emotion through people's words, right? Like you can right. feel it. So if someone is is saying like something and they're supposed to be angry and you don't hear like the proper tremble in their voice from anger. Like you'd be like, okay, that, that doesn't sound believable. But like, if you hear the same thing in English and you're like, oh yeah, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Like when we talked about, what's her name? Um, from Promise Neverland, mom. Oh, yeah. Like I watched that scene in subs and dubs and dubs gave me chills where it's the sub, it, it, it hit, but it didn't give me chills. Whereas like the dub was like, yo. But that- what if, but what if you're in, what if you speak Japanese dude and you hear it and it's the same thing? You know, you can get chills from that and not get chills from the English because you don't speak English. Pain and sub gave me chills, though. Mm, I, it didn't give me chills. The English gave me chills. That it, shit reverberated through my brain yeah. and, and soul. Yeah. yeah, pain pain and moderate and sub gave me chills because I've never watched those in dub. I don't even know what the dub versions of those really sound like other than like the little quick YouTube search. No, you, you're right. Because when, I, when you showed me that pain... And uh, what, did you do it? I think it was dub because I only heard it in sub too, because the the dub wasn't caught up to when I started mm-hmm. watching Shippuden. But when I heard that dub, I'm like, oh, this shit's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that was the first time I heard it. <laughs> dub, because in the sub, it's still hitting you like, yo, yeah, wow, that's crazy. But then you play it in dub, and it it still hits like because they obviously chose the right voice actors. But that's all right. I'm saying. Is I I feel like as humans, we have the I guess the receptors in our brain to understand I someone's see. emotions through voice. That's all I'm saying. I think that we can understand the voice, but, but that's also I do, personal, I do think it's trash. It is personal because yeah. like how people pick up on uh, emotions and stuff is completely. Yeah. So it's all know, subjective. Yeah. It's completely different. Each person is going to be different on that. Right. Um, let's get into this. Uh, do you want to go to the questions or do bleach talk? Let's do questions. Then bleach talk. All right, question. Quick, quick. Ask I, I did like a couple of those questions. Great questions, man. We we get some fire ask questions. I'm gonna start asking them early like that all the time. Um, we're gonna start off with uh Skyler Senior, aka Scuba Steve. Let's go, aka uh Skyler Dad or whatever, Steve. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, you're sitting at a table where you will be gifted with a superpower if you take a certain pill. Red pill, you get to stop time for five sec for up to five seconds. Or the blue pill, you get to see up to five seconds into the future, which is your choice. So to me, this is mad easy of a choice, but it depends on. Wow. Uh, to me, it's mad easy. Like, I, I think it's easy. And uh, I only say this because they, there's no limit on how many times you can stop the time or how many times you can see into the future. Right. Right. So like every second, if you look into the future, like basically you have a nonstop like preview or nonstop time stop after said time. Uh, But I would choose time stop. And the only reason I choose time stopping is because let's say, let's say I see the future and it's like, damn, 
I can't change that. You know, I, I know what happens, but let's say it happens too fast for you to change. There's nothing you can do, but you just, wait, you just, you just contradicted yourself. You said, did I? yeah. Cause you said with this, you don't have a limit to how much in the, in the time you can see in the future. Yeah. So you said, well, if you stop five seconds, you see into the future and you, you go one second forward and you stop for five seconds and you see a little bit further, you see one second further. See what I'm saying? But, but what I'm saying is you can't actually change, change that, right? It, so let's say, it. yeah, I see. Let's I see, say see. you see into the future and you can't actually change it. Let's I say someone fires saying. a bullet and boom, but you can't change that direction of that bullet. But, but you, you can see who is going to hit and how it's going to go down. But you can but, though, because you can see into the future. Think about that. You can but see I'm into saying, it. so you can. But you you can't beat a bullet. Mm, mm. Like you can say like, okay, look, this bullet is going to hit this person in five seconds. And you run to try and stop that bullet from hitting that person. I see. Now what you're that saying. person can still react to the moment, the motions that you're making, <laughs> even it. if you see what you did, right? right. So you gotta you gotta try and be precognitive and say, I'm gonna move this way to try and draw the eye. So you don't know what's gonna happen when right. you start moving, right? So I'm just thinking of because I'm thinking too far ahead with that one second time change difference because that's you even if you do that up until fucking twenty four hours later, you're gonna be stuck in this fucking hell. Yeah. It's, be, it's like what night I did nonstop. Yeah, right, exactly. Nah, fuck. <laughs> but I think if you stop time, right? Let's say someone about to get shot with a bullet. You hit, mm-hmm. boom, time stop. I got five seconds. You sprint, grab that bullet, throw that bitch out the window, <laughs> get back to your spot. Like, all right, uh, what's going on? Yeah, you you just changed the whole whole time. You you like, all right, good. We did the thing. Right. So I'm choosing time stop. I'm yeah. I mean, I. <laughs> I tried to play devil's advocate again because I tried to go against what you were saying, but this is too easy. This is it's definitely time stop. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it has to be time stop, right? Like it, it makes the most sense to me. It does. It does. Like I'm sorry, Steve. Again, you didn't get us to to uh, debate it or argue it. I tried, <laughs> but I couldn't. Time stop is the only one that makes sense. Yeah. Even even with your your uh, you're like there's no limit to when, how much you could do it. It's still like, no, time stop. I'm topping the motherfucking stop. I'm stopping the time. Yes, for sure. Um, because the if you think about it, go back to Bungo. Bungo is the whole future thing. It's essentially that. So maybe it can stop something, but five seconds just isn't long enough. Yeah. It isn't you, long enough. You would need to see... Like, five seconds, you can... T- if you time stop five seconds, that, that feels like more than enough time depending like what the situation is right if you stopped at the right time right, seeing into the future five seconds don't feel like enough let's do this real quick we're gonna do five seconds of silence right about now and that's actually kind of long yeah. <laughs> like yo i sprinted i sprinted to the room grabbed my wife and, and like all right we in this bitch that's like you know yeah <laughs> it's actually kind of long that's kind of a long time that's that's dope. All right, the homie Zay, uh, aka uh, Zay Pika or Z A P I C A, says, uh, "This is a good question. Let me go back to it because I'm a doofus." Um, calling doofus on the timeline. <laughs> y'all see, y'all hear this? Uh, call Polo a doofus on the timeline. See what he said. <laughs> I love it. It's a great word. <laughs> All right, he said, "If you're writing a uh, anime or a manga, what would the genre be?" And if it's a combative type, what's your main character's ability? Back to life after death is off the damn table. 
<laughs> yeah, because that shit hurts. Fuck that. No, we never doing that. I would never do a return by death type of power. That shit is fucking pain and suffering. You first on this one. Uh, uh, this is so hard for me, man. And I thought about this as soon as you asked the question. I'm like, fuck. Because I just don't know. If I want, if I, okay, I'm, I'm going to just do a comparison. If I write a manga or an anime, it'll be something like a, a Mission Yozakura family. Something mm-hmm. with, with deep story, great character progression, and like some dope action too. A little bit of a tortured soul for the main character. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit of suffering, but not too much. Too, no, it's, it's real bad for him in, in Mission Yozakura family. <laughs> it is. But, it's harsh. <laughs> but yeah, that... Something like that. If you if you're not familiar, check out Mission Yozakura Family. It's, it came out last year. It's a good manga. I gotta pick it back up. I stopped at chapter twenty six, so I'm a, I'm I'm probably gonna read a lot it further now. Yeah, it's like forty something chapters now. So that's a good one. That that'll be something like that though. It's a great story. I, I, again, I'm not good at this kind of thing because I just don't have don't have the time to think. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm I'm in the middle of writing like a, a manga-esque story for myself anyway. Um, my main character, uh, the world itself is like everyone has uh, a shadow that has granted them powers that was given to them through this like giant pillar that erects from the, from the ground. And the shadows kind of correlate to how your personality is. And my main character, uh, he has two shadows one that is evil and essentially grants him strength and the other one that is technically his best friend that he accidentally kills oh shit (laughs) damn so that's the only spoiler you'll get from my storyline but yeah that's the kind of that's what i would write man it's gonna be it's like gonna be a battle battle kind of thing uh where obviously you're bite you're fighting the guy who seems objectively like the bad guy and doing things that seems objectively bad or mm-hmm. would obviously seem bad. And then your main character who is combating and fighting against and trying to become better. Is and, he the only one with two shadows? Uh, Yeah, you got to have one thing that makes him special. Of course. But, well, technically he's not the only one in the story, but, you know, it's him and the main bad guy. I see. Dope. That's a dope idea. Maybe one day I'll, I'll put something together and actually come up with something tangible, but... It's something I never thought about doing, ever. Yeah, I mean, I'm a it, consumer. You are a great consumer, and you're a great uh, review of consumption of the consumption you do. That I can do. That I can do. Thanks, Zay. I appreciate it, though, bro. As always. Uh, let's see how. Let's see how. Um, we got. Hey, speak of the devil. Underscore Rob J at underscore Rob J says, what is the worst job y'all ever had? Oh, yeah. Worst job I ever had. Easily steak and shake. Mm. Uh, I used to come home smelling like onion rings. <laughs> Didn't even have onion rings that day. Oof. Um, Like old grease. <laughs> I used to get hit on by men and women all the time. Yeah, I remember that. Shit just be funny. Those stories, hilarious. Shit was not funny. Um, <laughs> I wait. Didn't we witness that one time when we all came up there? 
bro. Come on, man. <laughs> but uh and the only thing that was not bad about it was that I made crazy money. Like right, tip wise, yeah. It was just yeah, it was just like I was making like easy like cash every day. And you, know, you remember that one time me, you and Javon went up to IHOP. It was like after you got off of work one day and one of the, the, the waitress ladies didn't want to seat our table, but somebody else came and scooped us up and she was real nice and you tipped her like a whole lot of money. Like Hell yes, fucking bro. <laughs> whole All money. the time. That that was my thing, especially <laughs> was because like I was a waiter at that time. Like that. Yeah. It was like, boom, here you go, bro. <laughs> because so I remember the day Will Smith came to that steak and shake that we had. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't there. I was so fucking mad. Will Smith came to our steak and shake that I worked at. And he left like a dumb tip. Like, first of all, why are you coming to steak and shake, bro? (laughs) You ain't rented out or nothing. You just came and chilled. And he literally, like, I remember they said it was like, like a $500, $600 tip. Jesus And it was like, only one person took the table, but it was like 12 people there. So normally when it's like a table of like 12, it's got to be like two or three people helping them. Mm -hmm. But it was like, Nah, man, I got this by myself. Go out there, help them, get everything done. Six hundred, five hundred dollar tip. I'm like, it's crazy. That's fire for one day. Not not considering that's not the only table you took, and we didn't have to split our tips with nobody. So it was it was crazy. Some days the, the money we made. That's life. All right, worst job for me is uh, I was uh, man, fourteen, fifteen years old. I was uh. My brother had this job with my mother's friend who cleaned offices at, at nighttime, basically like mm-hmm. a janitor type thing. So every, I think it was like Friday or Saturday or something like that, he'll take us out to these offices and we'll clean them and he'll toss us, it was only two hours, he'll toss us 20 bucks an hour. So it was like, well, me, 20 bucks an hour. And for me, a young me was like, yo, this is incredible. All I'm doing is cleaning up shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, one time I had to clean up the women's bathroom. It was my turn to clean the women's bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, I, I go to clean the woman's bathroom and it was uh, um, excuse me I'm a little t- traumatized so I'm, for, <laughs> forgive me for being a little blown back in this story but um, I had to clean the women's bathroom unfortunately and it was a murder scene It somebody died uh, it was blood everywhere it was <laughs> it was it made me for the rest of my life. Well, up until I was a full grown adult, hate the word period. Like I just hated it. I always wanted to throw up. I couldn't stand the thought of it. I couldn't stand the thought of it. I just said that twice in a row, but that's, I was traumatized, bro. I was, I hated it. Every time I heard that word, I wanted to throw up after that because it was, I mean, it looked like somebody took their pad, rubbed it on the wall, rubbed it on the seats, rubbed it on the floor. And this is an office full of grown ass people, by the way. I'm yeah. like, how does this even happen? It had it to was, be a customer. It, it was, had to be. It was an always. Oh, it was an office building. It was these people. They worked in this cubicle set office, so all they did was answer phone calls and whatever. That's crazy. Never, uh, never, bro. <laughs> I'm about to fucking puke thinking about it. I'm so sorry you had to deal with that. It was terrible. I've seen it before too, though. Awful, man. Awful. Wow. I'm we, so sorry. We also have a question. From the birthday girl herself. Let's go. I, I was gonna say Skylar's birthday happened, so but go ahead. The reason why Scuba Steve exists anyway. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding. We love you, Steve. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> no, Skylar, uh, which is Scuba Steve's daughter, asked us, "What is our favorite theme song, and where is it from?" 
Um, we talk about this a lot, and I think mine's change a lot. But this, I'm gonna play it now, um, because I have to play it now. Mm-hmm. I, it's called it's it's from Bleach. We're listening to it right now in the background. But this song, literally, every time it come on on Bleach, just does something to me. And I don't know what it is. It's it's just it's their timing or whatever the case may be. It's called Precipice of Death. Yeah, Precipice of Death or something like that. And it's it's just incredible. Incredible. All right. Thanks, Tajay, for putting that in the background. Anyway, (laughs) what about you, Tell? So I say this every time we get asked this question. Opening intros has got to be Let Me Hear from Parasite the Maxim. Yes. Otherwise, it's uh, um, puppets um, from Parasite because it literally is just the hardest shit I've ever heard in my life. If you if you haven't watched Parasite, please do. It's worth the watch, even though the ending was a little rough, but it's a still rough. worth the watch. It's such a great show. I'm very um, adult, like a lot of gore. So it's kind of yeah. if you don't like gore, well, you watch Kill a Kill or no, yeah, I can make I, I can make got killed. Sorry. It's if you watch that, that, then you can watch this. So check it out. It's on Netflix. So yeah, that's a beautiful soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Super dubstepy though. Yeah, and which, I know you don't like that, but some of the songs weren't dubstepy. Some of yeah, them like no, yeah. like uh, I remember the the one little love scene that they had episode where the chick didn't even last long in the show. <laughs> yeah, she was gone, gone. She was gone, bro. <laughs> but uh. Shit was like sad. It had some like the music just hit right. Like mm-hmm. I think I just think they had great timing for their songs, but they had like a whole album though. Like it was like 14 tracks and each of them was used for different moments. Yeah, it was great. That's a great soundtrack though. Um, I just want to throw this out there. Random. I know. Crystal, this is your reminder. Watch the silent voice. All right. Just watch it. I just need that. <laughs> I just need that thread real bad. <laughs> Right, though. We need when I was looking for the questions, I saw her pop up on the timeline, and it was a thread about her talking about how she's going to watch Fire Force and Misfits tomorrow. I, I'm going to need that a silent voice thread, and in the Clannad thread, whenever you recover from a silent voice. So, oh just I just need it, because this is going to be gold. Speaking of, speaking of recovery, when we talk about ReZero, I want to talk about one of our uh, good friends over from Banime. Oh, yeah. yeah. Watching ReZero. That's yeah, that's a joy. That brings me joy. It brings me joy and sadness to see someone in so much pain. Yep, suffering, straight <laughs> suffering. Uh, let's talk about bleach, man. Let's do it, dude. So, um, we got to about where? Uh, they're fighting around car number five, mm. and Nell just basically body bagged him for the most part. Um. I'm not, I don't know if he's completely beat yet, but Nell was like, nah, this is my fight and I'm gonna handle this. And uh, she just started dogging him. And I was like, that's crazy. I mean, I knew Nell was raw anyway, but like. The whole ass waifu. Yeah, I knew she was gonna body bag him because uh, he when he was talking about how he beat her, how he had to sneak up on her and hit her to like mm-hmm. take her out, was like. Yeah, that's wild. But if Nell was always this like super nice, loving Arankar from the beginning, this Espada that was like super friendly and was like this annoying kind of happy person. To me, I'm just like I can see why that would be irritating for an Espada. Like, but she wasn't. Yeah. And I, and they when you get further, you you see that she she was not. <laughs> yeah, she was she actually was, a demon. Um, 
she is a straight demon. Um, but nah, she, uh, fuck. I'm gonna just say this: she doesn't body him. Um, she don't body bag him. Nah, she doesn't body bag him. Um, when you see who does though, you gonna be like, hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it gets so fucking good after that. It's I mean, grim job. No, it's always no. been good after that, but like it gets <clears> even <throat> fucking better. That that it whole, keeps getting better. It keeps fucking getting better. That's the one thing about Bleach so far. I have to say, it is really good. It like it, it's better. still better than I thought it was. A hundred percent. What you okay? So we talked, and you always said, even on our episode with Blanderman, you always said that Grimjaw was your favorite, and you was upset when they did him in. Um, why? So I still vibe with Grimjaw now, but I don't think I vibe with him like I did when I was younger. Mm. Right. So uh, I love his character design <laughs> to start off with. Yep. I do like his his demeanor where like his only objective is to be strong. Right. That's yeah. that's like that's what he wants. And I mean, essentially, that's what the Iran car were born out of is like a need to be strong and need to be an individual. I love that. I still vibe with that. But I'm looking at his character now and I'm just like, I don't think that he qualifies for one of my top tier villains anymore do i think still think he's a pretty decent villain yeah i think he's decent but do i think he's like top tier villain he does not live up to pain or moderate levels or atachi levels or right. uh, obito levels what's funny is uh, for those of you that that don't have access to the patreon exclusive podcast the after story at patreon.mycheckwaifu.com is we kind of talked about this because he said that and then i kind of said I said, damn, that's crazy because I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, what is it about Grimjaw? Because he's so fucking, he's an average ass, I want to fight the strongest type of dude villain. Like, it's, yeah. it's basic as fuck. But then when I saw his little flashbacks with his form, I'm like, oh, that's why I tell like liked him back then. <laughs> because his fucking form was dope as fuck. A little, what yeah. is it, like a liger type thing. Yeah, it's incredible. He, my favorite animals are cheetahs and wolves. Those are my two favorite animals. And Grimjaw yeah. Jacker Jack looks like a leopard. A mixture of both. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, I fucking love that dude. Like that, that shit looks dope. I'm like, oh, that that makes sense. But yeah, other than that, he's super. Like when he died, I'm like, okay. It's, it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's like it's mad average. Yeah, he's super average. But and I I can feel that. But every fucking Eisen is a demon, man. I keep saying it. I Eisen is <sighs> top level, top level, top tier demon, um, like villain level. Like he is, he is the man when it comes to villains. Like, yeah, I never like, seen anything like it. I'm not. I'm not like gonna say he's my favorite villain yet, but he is definitely like a whole other level when it comes to villain. Like Madara level of planning. Yeah, and years of fucking work like yes. the dude is a monster yes it's just it's a it's like a whole different tier of villainry that you don't see in anime a lot anymore like you, the mm-hmm. moderas and, and the pains you don't see those kind of villains like pain villainry is the same as any other villainry but put in such a such a fucking elegant way mm-hmm. that you can't well, you cannot help but pain don't it. even feel like a villain for once you really hear his story yeah exactly Aizen is definitely still gonna be a villain a hundred percent. Madara is definitely still gonna be a villain, <laughs> uh, for the most part. But it's like 
those are the kind of villains that like but, you want some you almost like have duality with those villains where yeah, it's like is that is that really villain like is that re- really like a villain level rewind a bit Madara was all about the infinite Tsukunomi so he can put everybody in this this world that isn't idealist is not, that isn't yeah because right now people are all just about fighting and power and control and he's like nah I'm about to get rid of that shit I'm about to control this shit but I'm about to do it this way and then he does the infinite Tsukunomi shit so like mm-hmm. that that I think is a little bit more understandable. And then it goes deeper than that, obviously, because he yeah. Madara gives some great speeches too. But man, it's Bleach is so good though. Bleach I, is I see I see why the manga sales were as ridiculous as they were back in the day. <clears throat> because it's I was talking fire. I was talking to a friend about uh the Bleach manga and how like uh, there's so many different things that like they retconned in the manga that the anime I think they said fixed. Wow, really? Like, yeah, because like uh, Ichigo and the Kaiden dude, you know, the dude who looks like Ichigo but has black hair. Mm-hmm. Ichigo is supposed to be his reincarnation, oh. but he clearly gets eaten by a demon. Right, and they say that in the um manga. But they didn't translate that over to the anime because it makes no sense for them to do that. It and then he gets eaten by a demon. Right. That wouldn't even make that wouldn't make sense at all. Also, I think they talk about why Quincy's are hated by uh, Soul Reaper so much, mm-hmm. which is because Quincy's kill um, Hollows, and Hollows are supposed to die and become humans. Right. And humans die and become Hollows, and. When soul reapers die, they're supposed to become humans, and that's kind of like how it's supposed to work, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, soul reapers are die; they can become hollows and they become humans, and that's how like they're supposed to like do that trans that that keep the that circle transfer yeah. of like life. Like life is supposed to be your soul reaper, you die, become a human; you're human, you die, become a soul reaper. And in the manga, they give that whole story. In the anime, apparently, they don't. Mm. And I'm just like, you know. They fix some things and leave some things out. I'm glad they didn't tell us that Kaiden and Ichigo are supposed to be reincarnations of each other. But if they did, it would have been like, that that's stupid. Because dude got eaten, eaten by a demon. Yeah. And the demon still had his mind and body and stuff like that. So it makes no sense if Ichigo and Kaiden would be alive at the same time. Or, right. Right. Yeah. Not 100%. Um, for me, though, I am a lot farther. I just got you to the, uh, the Zangpak To um, filler arc. I'm about to start and killing it. 231. It's fucking insane. Just even the thought of that. Now that I've watched as much Bleach as I watched, the thought of Zangpak Toes manifesting themselves and, and fighting. Turning on their wielders. And to- turning on their wielders is fucking insane when you see some of these Zangpak Toes and Bankais and shit. Like, because, like, we've seen them this entire time. Yeah, 100%. And seen what they could do, but then it's like, but this is how we wield ourselves. This is how we would handle it, right? Oh, my God. Rukia's fucking Zanbakto is the best. And she's it's like, yo, why she's like Why so don't bad. y'all do, why don't y'all, and I I'm, I still say this to this point, is like, even Ichigo doesn't wield his Zanbakto, like how his Zanbakto wields itself right. when they fight each other. It's like, why don't you give it a fucking try? Right. <laughs> Just spin that bitch around, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got it's, so much fucking string on that bitch, and you ain't even spinning it. It's crazy. It, it's what's dope about this though, and and spoilers for those of you that haven't seen this uh, twenty five years later. Um, but the way the the dude that's actually manifesting Exampacto said, "Yo, the head mat, like the head dude in the Soul Society, his Zangpakto wasn't having it. 
he was he was not about to trade on his master. So now, oh, we, yeah, Yamimoto, we had to seal him away because <laughs> he would just end this whole shit because <laughs> them two would still be together. And that shit is so dope, man. I, well, I, man, I love this show. Yamamoto has been labeled fucking ridiculous since the beginning of the show. Man, this motherfucker put Eisen in a fire cage where I am right now. I like the, yeah. the, the, the canon story. It's yeah. fucking crazy. Like he said, hold on. Yeah. Eisen, you chill. Eisen's just like, you know what? I'm going to chill because y'all ain't going to win against them anyway. So he's just letting them do it. <laughs> I'm like, yo, uh-huh. this is fucking crazy. I just, I can't wait to keep watching. I wanted to say though, um, one of the things I really do like about Bleach that they consistently do is how they talk about like the spiritual pressure man, and like the power, right? Now they talk about spiritual pressure a lot. Spiritual power. They talk about it all the time. Every episode, there's something with spiritual power, spiritual mm-hmm. pressure. And the one thing I always like is how they talk about how ridiculous Ichigo's spiritual pressure is to everybody. Yeah. Like everybody is like, yo, Ichigo's got some ridiculous spiritual pressure, but they talk about how he can't use it properly. Like right. how dude is trash at using his own power. He, I mean, and look to, how long he had it though. You're not wrong. Because it, <laughs> it ain't even been a whole year yet. I don't <laughs> think dude out here doing work. Exactly. But I also think that like, I love that like identification that they're they're making it known that every enemy he fights, regardless of who it is, is like, yeah, what the fuck is up with his power? As strange like, as it sounds, though, I feel like spiritual pressure is more measurable than well, because Dragon Ball Z only had the measurability of their power, like for like until it hit, yeah, yeah. it's over nine thousand, and that was it. They just stopped measuring it. Period. <laughs> but this, you, I feel like you can get a good gauge of what their person's power is by talking yeah. the way they talk about spiritual pressure, the way they describe it, the way they, the way they emotionally feel when somebody's spiritual pressure, like when they treat it like gravity. Yes. When Kimpachi pull up, Oh my God. It's like, it's heavy. It's so heavy. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's, it's wonderful, man. It's a good power system. It's a great, great world. It's a fucking wonderful, rememberable characters, uh-huh. man. I did want to say that I think spiritual pressure is almost like I, I would consider spiritual pressure like a presence, right? Like, cause you know how, like sometimes you walk around somebody you're like, damn, yo, this person is kind of like, like it kind of feels heavy to be around this person. It's kind of like that. That's how I consider spiritual pressure to be is like the actual presence of the person mm-hmm. and they kind of personify it or give it an actual weight in right. the show. Right. And they do a really good job at that, making it seem like a tangible thing. Right. I just and I love bouncing back and forth between the subs and dubs. I actually like the dubs better in Bleach than I do the subs. For people like uh, what's his name, uh, Rukia's brother, Biakia. Biakia, his voice is dope and dub. I like. I hate. I can't stand Rukia in, on either or. Um, I can't stand Odahime yeah. um dubs, but on subs she sounds great. Yeah, on subs but she Nell, sounds fine. I want to kick Nell in the fucking chin in subs. <laughs> Throw her ass out the fucking window, bro. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I can't stand the Baron subs either. Fucking Cone, mm-hmm. Cone, whatever his name is. I can't stand him. But Dubs, he's he's like, it fits a little bit better for me. I, I love this show, though. I love this Ron show. Zatch Bell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a uh, fuck. Let's a uh, what a great show. Let's uh make our announcement and then move on to the break. So for recommendations this week, we're going to both recommend Banana Fish because that is the show that we're reviewing next week for episode 65. It's about to be fire. It's about to be fire. So 
It's a uh, 24 episodes, Amazon Prime, or you know other places. Check out Banana yeah, Fish. Uh, watch it with us so we can review it next week. We'll review it on the second half of the show, as always. So just in case y'all don't get to watch it, there, there's that. Um, but we're gonna take this quick break <laughs> and come back with get to know. Actually, you want to do get to know my check wife waifu right now? Uh, be ready. Yeah, let's do that because we're gonna do it now because we're an hour and three minutes into the show already. So. <laughs> we're gonna do get to know my check wife wife food then we're gonna go into break so let's do that so for those of you that don't know this segment one of us ran rolls a random number generator and uh whatever number pops up we read a question associated with that number in our docket and we answer it here for y'all right meow um 102 questions yep all right you ready yes sir three two one. Fifty-three. Question this week is most nerve-wracking anime ever. Great question. <laughs> I feel like we're gonna talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what's your most nerve-wracking anime ever? Uh, it's for you. I, I asked the question, bro. Okay, my most nerve-wracking anime ever is uh, <laughs> uh, ReZero. Because mm. it, some episodes just fucking destroy you, bro. Yes. And we're going to talk about it when we come back from the break more. But there's those moments where it's like, you don't really know what the next scenario is or how to make this scenario better. Yes. And to me in itself, that is like scratching at the brain with a needle. And you're like, how do I do this? How do I make this? How do I survive this scenario? And you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you I, just. I have to. I have to piggyback off of that. Uh, I have another answer, but I have to piggyback off of that because you are absolutely right. There's, you know, how when you watch anime, you can kind of predict like fucking SAO as I love the show to death. I can predict every fucking thing that's going to happen, though. Like you, you can just do that with SAO. Mm-hmm. But with ReZero, I just don't know. Like I'm sitting here. Every time I watch it, saying out loud by myself in my office, what the fuck is about to happen? Like, I, what is going on? And yeah. I said, I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, uh, and I'm just giving these like fucking verbal expressions that are audible. And I'm by myself. I'm talking to nobody. Nobody's watching this shit with me. <laughs> but I audibly shout shit when I'm watching ReZero. It's so fucking stressful and nerve wracking. <clears throat> I, I, I understand completely. But mine is going to have to be the... Uh, Yuzuki Chan show. Mm-hmm. That show fucking pisses me off. And I, that's nerve wracking in a nerve wracking way. Like, it's just like irritating. Yeah, like leave him the fuck alone. This loner wants to be a loner and his girl just will not let him be a loner. But now, now it's getting to the point where he's starting to be like, okay, thanks for doing this because now I'm having fun and I wouldn't have fun. So I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> okay. So I'm it'll feeling be less nerve wracking. Yeah, I'm feeling it a lot more, but. From the start of the show, he kept saying, look, I just want to be alone. This is the life I want to live. Let him live that life. Let people live the life they want to live, no matter if you agree with it or not. That's that's mm-hmm. moral of that story. And I just can't stand it. As long as they're people. not hurting nobody, Ex- that's all that matters. Exactly. And I just can't stand when people try to control somebody else's life. So that's that's just me. But no, this is 
Three zero is the perfect answer for that one, dude. Like, wow. Anyway, only other only other anime I have I would say is nerve wracking is what Made in Abyss, and that's only because we don't have oh, a season two yet. God, how nerve wracking, dude! <laughs> if just, you gave me a season two, it'll be less nerve wracking. Straight up, straight up. <laughs> Another good answer. All right, oh, let's man. take this quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk spoilers, full spoilers of the summer anime uh, that we've currently been watching. And we, to tell you the truth, we're gonna. We're going to dive deep, so stick around. We'll be right back right after this. Welcome back to episode 64 of my Check Waifu Waifu. The song we use today is, by, is another joint that someone needs sent us. It's uh, from Pelico, uh, Pelicano again. It's called uh, We Could Be Glorious. Fantastic song. Super chill. I really like his stuff, man. I really do a lot. It's dope music. Make sure y'all check it out. His links is in the show notes and it will be in the description of the video version of the podcast as well. Make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also in the show notes. We appreciate that. Very, 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 very much. Um, let's get right into the spoiler talk. The first one we starting off with is the great ReZero. Shout out to Unbothered Mike for actually watching it. He's enjoying it. He got up to yeah. episode fifteen. I think he's further. Yeah, he to- might be. He might be further now. Okay, I haven't listened to that. Did he talk about it on Blind Me? <clears throat> Not yet, but he uh, tweeted out because uh, he was tweeting about ReZero and talking about some 
how he wasn't really. I don't. I, don't, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it, it, it he was along he, the lines that he wasn't one hundred percent feeling it. Like it was still like he said it was he, like he, no. He he was comparing he was comparing Subaru's deaths to Goku. Like you can't compare Goku. Uh, you can't talk about Goku dying when Subaru dies like this. Oh, you talking about that? Like that? No, yeah, that's a whole and, different type of thing, though. Yeah, and I was like, well, let me know when you get to episode fifteen then. Mm. <laughs> and as soon as he hit episode fifteen and finished that shit, he tweeted me. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I was like, yo, it's the worst, right? Yeah, yeah. You it's start, the worst. It, yeah, you cannot. There's no way in hell you can compare Goku to Subaru. But I understand. I understand the notion he's trying to trying to make with that. This yeah yeah, it's it's absolute torture in episode fifteen of season one of Rezero when you see how Subaru dies and the whole whole everything like it takes that whole Subaru dies to a whole new level. Um, which, which one is that one? That's when Rem, yes, it gets twisted and tortured yep. and yep. Okay, that's why <clears throat> I'm glad I used that gif. Yeah, that's the breaking point. Yep. Where everyone kind of changes on the inside while watching that show. Yep. And I think that's when he just started saying the show is, is heavier <laughs> than than he was uh, able to do it mentally at that time. Yeah. So, and it gets even fucking crazier than that. Like, yeah. I mean, as we and, know, I've watched the show so many times. I think this is the anime I watched the most ever in my entire life. I'd have to second that one. I think outside of chivalry. This is the the anime I've probably watched more than any other anime. Um, yeah. But uh, I also wanted to say this new episode, episode thirty three. <sighs> oh, How do you feel about it? It was so great, man! It was. It had the same vibe as episode fifteen, with like less death, but it less- was like. Yeah, it was the same vibe, but it was like there was happiness in this episode almost too. You know, was, like almost. Not, I'm not saying I'm not gonna say happiness. No, it was still, but dream. like a sign of relief almost. Yes. yes, that's it. I think I think this. You're exactly right. This is episode 15 esque fucking type shit because not only did we have, I mean, Rem. I like Rem not as much as I like Ram. No, I like Ram not as much as I like Rem, mm-hmm. but Ram is cool. <clears throat> What happened to 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 Ram is fucked up. What happened to the villagers destroyed yeah. me. I wasn't expecting Garfield to go hard like that. And mm. I actually it it gave like the greatest fucking vibe though. Like Garfield turned all the way up. Yep. But like um the, but him the waking most- up with that necklace though and and it's whatever the fuck that was. And then those bunnies, like what happened? What yeah, was so it? I think and I think what it looks like is you know how when um in episode 15 uh when there is the moment of the snow, right? Yep. It's time, it shows like a I think like there's a change in the world maybe, right? Like it the snow is impactful because th- for no other reason have we ever really seen snow in this show. It's it, it always has something to do with um like puck. Puck, yeah. So we don't know if Puck is back or if there's some kind of change in the world, but we haven't seen Puck this entire season. Yeah, Puck has not come out to help Amelia in any way, shape, or form. And to me, that was a sign that like maybe Amelia failed, and Puck had to come and say, you know what, I'm tired of this shit. Uh, yeah, but what what would the what would the bunnies have to do with Puck? 
I think they were just like a symbolism for the the beast in general, you know, like he that he needed to die to be reborn again. Yeah. And I'm, I, I think that the, the bunnies themselves weren't like a direct correlation to like anything other than the fact that uh, they, it, it blended with the white, you know. So for me, uh, and I'm gonna tell you what I thought, because I did have a thought about this. <clears throat> he woke up out of the same jail cell that he was in that Garfield put him in. Right. Mm hmm. I got a feeling those bunnies sim- uh, symbolized what would happen if they don't properly do this test, mm-hmm. right? And they just try to leave the sanctuary, yeah, or you know disobey the rules of the sanctuary. This is possibly what's going to happen. These bunnies, or fail, yeah, or even fail, is going to uh, eat up everything because there was nobody around. The shit was in ruins. It was gone. It was just, that's it. I think that was that was that part of the world. That's my personal yeah. thought. But there's they, no fucking also, way to tell. They reminded me of what's her name? The the girl that was working with Garfield, the little quiet girl that was said she was hundreds of years old. What's her oh, name? Yeah. She they reminded me like as soon as I saw them, I was like, is that like her true form? Because she's also not a full anything. Because if you're half anything in this world or in this ruins, you can't leave. Yeah. So she's clearly a half beast or half, half something. Elf. So that could have been her true form, or we don't know. But yes, I, I do. I did see the symbolism with that. It's like this is obviously going to be the ruin of the town or this area if if you don't succeed or if you right. try and just leave. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean that Subaru is going to be the one to specifically have that issue. Right. Um, but we also now know that Garfield does 100% have vision over basically everything. Um, I think, I don't know if it's just like he can just sense what's in the woods or not, but you can't really, like, I guess they can't really get away from Garfield. Yeah, he's a demon. He's a demon yeah. level villain or whatever he is. I don't even know if <laughs> he's, he's not a even a villain though, right? Like, the world of fucking ReZero is crazy, man. It's just so crazy. Yeah. Every, every moment, like, Someone could be the good guy or the bad guy, but it's like I don't think Garfield isn't necessarily a bad guy. I don't. I still don't trust Roswell. No, nah, Roswell. I don't up, trust man. him in the slightest. Bro. It's been like this for fucking ever, too. We just don't know. And you know what pisses me <coughs> off about this entire thing is that we're only getting twelve episodes, and it's broken up into halves, and we're not getting another half until next year. That blows me. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. it's January, so it's not that far away, actually. It's not, but this show is just too intense to like take that kind of break. You can't have us, man. You, you and then I'm gonna have to rewatch everything, and I'm gonna have to deal with all the the sadness and stuff 100%. over again, <laughs> all over again. So, how did you feel with our boy Subaru being able to say, "I return by death"? Again, like you said, a sigh of relief, man. I I was like, <gasps> my I held my breath when he was about to say it. Right, I held my breath again, like I do mm-hmm. in this fucking show all the time. And then it, I it was gone. It was in this. I saw his face, and then this witch became my my second favorite next to Rim. Like I right so though, much. <laughs> I just uh, she's great. Is she so? It couldn't. Uh, I I immediately was like, you the one now. Yeah, I like you. Now you you not Rim. No 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 no. I no, want no. you to know that you not Rim, Akidna. No. But you you have now made it on the list yes. of like. You you up there? You cool? I will rock with you. <laughs> yep. It goes Rem, her, and then Petra for me. <clears throat> yeah. 
Um, I well, don't like Beatrice. Mike don't like no. Mike like don't like Beatrice. I suppose. Yeah, I would put Beatrice at number three. But Ab- above Petra. Yeah, and her adorableness. I love Beatrice. Though. I love Beatrice too. I love everything about her personality, even though she's kind of rude. But I, I just feel like that's that's okay. That's yeah. your personality. That's all right. Um, but yeah, bro, that moment in itself kind of like had me shook. Yeah, because I, I was the same as you. Like when when I saw him like get ready to say it, and you know how normally every time he gets ready to say, it, I return from creep. return by death. He oh, yeah, he creeps up. And he feels like his chest. he's about to stop, and that even. It's kind of like they talk about <clears throat> maybe when he decides that there's something he wants to live for, he'll no longer die. But it's like, I don't, I don't, yeah, the whole idea in itself is just like the fact that he can finally get that sigh of relief and he can yeah. finally talk about this is what happens in my life. And she's like, I've seen it all already. Yeah, I've I, already, I already seen know. everything you've been through, but I don't know what it feels like. So can you tell me, I want you to tell me your experience. And I'm just like, I can't fucking deal with this show right now, bro. <laughs> Yo, I had to rewatch it. She was so I good, actually, man. I went and rewatched it because it was too much for me. It's way, I can't, I can't rewatch it. until I have to do the whole rewatch again because it's, it's too much. <laughs> it's too it much. Is. <laughs> But again, it, yeah, like I said on Twitter, it's it it just showed with this episode again why this is like one of our greatest shows of all time. Like it it just it's justifiably easily top two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't be mad if someone said this is their number one. A hundred percent, because it makes so much fucking sense. A hundred percent, bro. Ugh. I can't wait for more, man. I need it to hurry up. Right. We're going to finish this this half of the season and be like, where's my next 12, 13 at? <laughs> All right. What's next? Oh, uh, what you want to jump to next? Uh, I guess uh, we could talk about FF, Fire Force. Fla- right. Flamey Inc. So, right. So these two, like I said on Twitter, when ReZero, I log into Twitter and ReZero and Fire Force ain't trending, something's wrong. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> and I'm not talking about like story storyline here. I just think that Flaming Ink should have trended. Like, I thought it was, to be honest. I saw so much on the timeline. I didn't see it at all. I saw so much, bro. It was all at, over the place. At all. I'm just like, yo, why is like, Ogan went off. Straight um, up. <laughs> He threw, now, he threw hands. He <laughs> threw hands, literally. He slammed dunk, dude. Like seven times. <clears throat> that shit was intense. And I will say, it did get a little repetitive mm-hmm. because all he was doing was the the uh JoJo num 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 nonstop. Yeah. But he was saying what damn, 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 something like that. Yeah, but kept, either way. I kept saying to myself during this, like Shinro. Do something, you idiot! Fly up to the fucking term turnocle, whatever the fuck is called. Yeah, turbunk, turbuncle. Yeah, whatever the fuck. Just fly up there and go inside or something. Do something, bro. You just standing there while he's literally throwing down. He even, is putting in work. Even uh, Takamaki was fucking trying to do something. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. So this episode, I would actually say it's not like my favorite episode of no, Fire Force. It isn't mine either. I just liked, I really enjoyed 
Ogan going off. Yes, like they gave that him that, that spotlight to shine. And it was very urban-esque, um, but it was hard, hard as fuck. And it also showed that like Shimra ain't the only one with power, bro. Like nah, they, they got some mad power out here. They said that Ogan's power was uh on par with uh the captain of, of squad one. Yeah, like, which was and they said obviously it's not sustainable like his, but the fact that he could do that, yeah. even get that far, is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, why he taking his shirt off? <laughs> but when he took his shirt off and he inked up and like the eyes turned red, that shit was the hardest shit. Yeah, I was like, I can't believe from the tattoos and shit. I'm like, oh, that shit laugh. And the, yeah, um, that was hard. Now it's crazy because um, this is my least favorite episode with the best moment though. Yeah. It and I just think that like and again the least favorite episode don't mean this episode was bad I don't think that at all yeah <laughs> I just think that the pacing of this episode itself like like how you said we were waiting for Shinra to do something it was yeah, like they they made Shinra wait around too long and it kind of played on the Ogin thing too much yeah like the yep. Ogin hype was definitely cool like I was okay dope with the hype it was dope but they played on it a little bit too much like I didn't need to see Ogin do the double 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 double, double three times i just needed him i just i was cool with seeing it twice and mm-hmm. i was cool with him dunking dude four times and the um, fact that they even pointed like they pointed out like hey shinra do something he's like oh i am i guess i guess at that time i guess if you look at it like this okay shinra was in his uh adola link mode i guess he could have been talking mm-hmm. to grace at, at the time but they didn't portray that well enough for me to even believe that so yeah because to to me it looked like he was just turned around looking up like that. Exactly, exactly <laughs> the entire time <laughs> while everybody else and and was just throwing down around him. That shit didn't make right. any sense. But no matter how that, much I love Shinra, I gotta I, we gotta be objective. We gotta be real. Shinra up. was low key like useless this episode. Yeah, what the um, fuck was that all about? It was yeah, bro. Weird. But even like the demon, the the infernal demon. He was raw, like the actual, like the the spinning the scythe and it turns into like this vacuum and pulls you in and blows you away. That shit was hard, bro. Yes, like yes. they do, they have, they have such good, like I guess, creativity with one source of power, right. fire. Like there's creativity in that alone, and it's just ridiculous that they even can build off of this like that. Um, I, I get amazed sometimes watching this show. It's it's a it's a fantastic show. We've been standing this since the beginning of time. Um, yeah, I don't really have much else to say. It was great. I want, yeah. I need I need this other episode to do more though. Yeah, I need I need Shimmer to actually step his game up. No, I did. Like I was hyped that she was uh. But so what's going? I don't even know what's really going to happen though because she said she only gave him one second of grace. Like he said one second is all I need. When that that was hype. That, that was hype in itself. But I think if it was only gonna be one second, they could have gave us that one second this episode with all of the procrastinating they did. Yeah, that and that's and that's what only reason why this is my least favorite episode is because of that procrastination. I feel yeah. like it was just dragging just to drag, just because they wanted to fill the time. But you know what? I'm I'm fine. They deserve it. <laughs> you yeah. know, they deserve one. Um Yeah, they they can have one because to me, Fire Force hasn't really had like any actually like bad episode no i, like I can't it still isn't a bad episode it's just a it drag i really can't think of a bad episode of fire force other than it i mean again not even it's not even bad i can't think of one at all not even when tamaki clothes pop off and everybody stop got it. mad because of the fan stop service. it <laughs> that five seconds don't determine an episode man 
That's crazy. I, I thought it did. Fucking um, internet. <laughs> Gosh, this is people, and then oh, people man. on Twitter like it's justified, man. You know, she's she takes away from the moment. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. You don't know how ridiculous oh, you look sometimes. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going off. Let me chill. All right, next oh, up man. on the list, bro. What we got here? Misfit Demon King? Yes, or which one do? yes let's do okay. Misfit. Again, man, I don't know. I don't understand how this show isn't missing either. It isn't missing. They don't miss, yes. They they <clears throat> decided to go to the, I wish I didn't know that this was a whole nother place. Mm-hmm. The Heroes Academy. Mm-hmm. With some more fucking interesting story beats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that we thought we knew we had no fucking idea but I mean we kind of we know the what's the name Driga dude oh the J-E-R-G J-A-R-G-A is his name he's not the hero dude but he's the one that probably killed the hero that they were talking about in this episode and created these quote unquote reincarnations so yeah, he's well, the one that's going against everything and training the new reincarnated heroes to go against the demon um, academy, essentially. Yeah. And I think how how they placed it though is like any anyone with a source is going to be revived in like right. this demon slash hero world. Um, and the hero has seven sources, so technically it's supposed to be seven of him that get revived, and then I guess they come back as they come together eventually as one. I'm not sure how that works, but. Apparently, also, three of his sources were completely destroyed. Yeah, by the Draga dude. Yeah, and I that's think he, interesting enough because, like... Do you think he's the Deviant that dude? He, he could be. I think and so. The, the only the only reason I find that interesting is because uh, Anos wasn't... I don't know if he was able, but he didn't destroy any of his sources... So to to imagine that someone destroyed his sources would mean that they're certainly targeting Anos and his legacy through the heroes and the demons. Right. Because the hero had vowed to obviously uphold his side of the bargain with Anos. Um, and to see the heroes, the reincarnations, kind of like see Anos and not really know what's happening also felt like so y'all not really the real deal they're not the real deal bro and that's that's what i'm saying like because they 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 made it a point to show that flashback of anos and the hero going at it again and his and the hero's butler basically trying to see sow the seeds of hey he he's killed people families and then anos was like hey y'all motherfuckers killed my family too like right this, it's the same shit but in the hero's mind like him being controlled by the draga dude or whatever his name is I think he's like the main source of this entire encompassing story, which I find to be super dope. Yeah. Or they could just be leading us astray and it'd be somebody entirely different. Again, they could be. You're absolutely right. (laughs) But that is our obvious like go to right now for who we think is probably the bad guy. Now, um, we only got a few more episodes, like three. Yeah, we got a few more episodes. They they got they'll be tied up in what? Four more episodes? 13. Yeah. Um, now this episode to me, uh, it was more like just really good backstory yes. after like, we just had all this extra hype and BS. Um, and I, they, they get to work with alongside the heroes this time because they're going to take a test with them, 
we'll see how the hero's magic works a little bit better. Yeah. That's which, gonna be cool. Which is weird because their their magic works completely different than the demon's magic because their magic comes from other people's magic who amplifies their it's it's a weird Yeah, like the demon's magic, I think they work together to use one magic, whereas mm-hmm. the hero's magic they work together to give one hero more power. Yeah. Which is crazy. <laughs> this it's real, like real building has been insane. And that that was a cool concept. As soon as I saw that, it was like, so it's the same concept for their magic, but it works differently because they are heroes and demons. Like, literally, it makes sense. They would not have the same magic and it wouldn't operate the same. It makes perfect sense. And that the humans develop magic to counter heroes directly. Like, heroes or demons build castles. Uh, The heroes have power to destroy the castle. That's how their power works. Um, and the demons try and have a castle strong enough to not be destroyed. Right. So, I mean, that concept itself, right off the bat, I was like, yo, whoever wrote that was like, let's do something <laughs> dope. And I was like, hey, hey, I, I appreciate that. Yes, like, that was different. That's that's dope. I like that concept. It's so creative. The whole thing is so creative. And it, again, the way Anos is as a character, from the way he maxed down Sasha to the way he just, he just commands a fucking room, it just... This is a character I needed because I get tired of seeing the same protagonist who's nervous about this, who's scared to talk to women and and shit like like I just I get tired of that particular character. This is yeah. the perfect like overpowered like I haven't used this word in years, but he his swag is just there. <laughs> he he he, but it makes sense though, it and does. it's like you know how like normally the overpowered characters are like you said. Uh, Ein's own goon. He was still nervous He's about his nervous own power. Like yep. he didn't know how it worked. Right? Anos is like, I know my power. Yep. I know my limitations. I know what I can do, and I know I can't be stopped. Yep. And he just lives up to that. And he's not like overdoing it. He's just like, like you said, he's confident. Mm-hmm. I don't have a reason to not be. <laughs> and it's dope. And he's a good dude. Like he's just a good dude. He's tired of thousands and thousands and thousands of years of fighting humans and not getting anywhere. Yep. It also makes sense. It's like, yo, why have I been fighting humans and angels and shit for all <laughs> this time? And I'm just like, bro, can we stop fighting? Let's bring the peace. My parents been dead for 4,000 years, man. And can he's all about the peace. I love that shit, too. Right. He gives you a chance and then you fuck it up <laughs> and he blow you away. Straight up. Straight up. It's a great concept, man. Wonderful, wonderful concept. Um, what's next? Is that it? No. We got Rent a Girlfriend Rent a and Girlfriend. Sword Art. Sword Art. Yeah, duh. I'm tripping. What you want to do first? Let's do Sword Art. All right. And then finish off with Rent a Girlfriend. All right. Sword Art is so power of friendship. It's fucking hilarious. But you know yeah. what? I ain't even mad. So was this the final episode? No. We got two more. Two more? Yeah. Okay. I was trying to find trying to find it. Let's see. There it is. Because Okay, yeah, we got two more. No, that's three more. Nine, ten, eleven. Three more. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Episode nine is airing in five days. Yeah, yeah. This So obviously we we predicted this, I think. Uh, We I mean it's easy to do that though. But I will say I really enjoyed the ending of this episode only because of like the in- implications. Uh, to me, it reminds me a lot of Futurama 
mm-hmm. how they end it with uh, Fry and Leela spending eternity together and saying, you know what? I wouldn't mind giving another go with you. <laughs> that shit was like heartwarming. I was like, I can't fucking I love this show. For y'all who don't know, Futurama is my favorite um, animated show ever. Um, I know it's ridiculous, but I fucking love that show. Uh, but that's that's kind of like the the vibe I got from this. But let's talk about how Kirito actually popped off. Um, I I still consist like I consistently enjoy the utilization of how to use UGO. I don't. But I wish that they had used him less. Like, yes. Okay. Okay. So we're on the same. Like page. that. I'm not. I like. I like him not physically being there. I like him being there in spirit. But I feel like it should have been more like, hey, I thought of UGO and not the manifestation of UGO. It got on my goddamn nerves. I'm not going to lie. It was too much. It was way too much of UGO. Like UGO was. Why, yeah. Why was he the strongest factor I in know. you defeating the enemy? That didn't make any fucking sense to me. Your strongest factor is always and always will be Asuna. Yeah. Why is UGO the reason why you the- haven't. And the only reason I justify UGO being it is because basically he's lived an entirely new life in this world from him having to rebuild his mind from that poison that he was hit with. Right. So he's basically been a child in this world and grown up all the way to where he is now in this world. Uh, So UGO to him is like a lifelong friend uh, for the most part. Now, does that mean that like, if he's lived, let's say, 30 years in human world, like years, like 15 and 16 in real world and 15, 16 in this world, he he still has like a whole other life that he would remember. He just has a lot of experience in this world as well. Um, so to me, I, I, I get the utilization of UGO being like a mainstay factor. But I would have actually preferred if like Alice was a stronger factor. Yes. Um, which it would it still makes more sense that UGO is the factor over Alice. But I would also have said Asana. Like Asana should have been the anchor. Like, yo, I need to get back to my baby. Like, let's do this. Let's get wild out here. If I'm a chop dude up, let me make sure I'm getting back to Asana. Yeah, I I I'ma say it was overdone. It the UGO mm-hmm. thing was way overdone. Now the very first time they used UGO was just two episodes ago, I believe, when he froze everybody. I think that was perfect. That should have been it. When the sword came mm-hmm. back and it was here, it should have been done. But him coming back to to basically hold the sword after the sword was after his arm was cut the fuck off. Him hold the sword for for Kirito and it it is basically him coming with the other blade. And they doing it together. Like, that shit was so Power Rangers that it pissed me off. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Uh, I just got kept. Power Rangers. I just kept saying, okay. All right. Every, this whole episode, you know how how I audibly said to ReZero, what the fuck is going on? I said, with this one, I'm over it. Okay. That's that's enough. That's enough God damn it. But you know what? I'm not mad. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not mad because I, I still enjoy Sword Art. Again, I know Sword Art is going to be this because what it's made for is that sh- it's the Shonen of all Shonen that's made for the the young boy TV. Type. Well, no, not even this one because they cut enough arms and legs and shit. Yeah. So maybe not anymore. But <laughs> that's how it was initially presented. Um. 
yeah, I, I still love it though. I still love it all the same. Yeah. The now I will say, insane. I don't think this is done. Um, like I think they still got to deal with the bad guy again. You think so? They got to deal with something because, because first of all, well, in real least, life, that's what they have to deal with. Well, I think it's three episodes left. I yeah, think that I think that's all real life. I think Asuna and him are gonna have to fight somebody at right before they leave. No, they were already supposed to be gone. I think the time is up. Well, they're gonna be there for two hundred years. I know. And I, I did like that. Though. That was the part that I, I, mean, I was meaning I liked is the fact that Asuna never never left. Yep. She said she decided, fuck it. She's not going to. I'm, I'm going to stay here with you for this 200 years in our mind, even though it's only really a split second in the real world. It's 200 years in our mind. And that it went from Kirito can't survive. The odds of Kirito surviving. We talked about this last week. 200 years by himself in his mind. Is gonna be a big fucking struggle, and he was sitting down preparing for that, and then Asuna walks out, and that shit to me was like that's that loving, touched. yeah, that shit that touched. that shit that was a thug tear, uh, at least it was for me, Straight and up. I was like, I was like, okay, Asuna, you a real one, and Same. I just hope that y'all still love each other after this two hundred years of being together, because <laughs> <laughs> if y'all come out, but look, I don't ever want to see you again. All right, <laughs> quick, pre- quick prediction from your boy. Okay, all right, let's do it. The last three episodes is gonna be mostly real world popping popping off. I think um, their daughter, you know, is that her name? Mm-hmm. I forget her name. Whatever her name is, the daughter, you. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to be, she's going to be the one that uh, that pulls them out, doing some back end shit that they don't <clears> know about. They're like, oh, Kitty Toe and Arsenal is stuck now. We're we're sad, but she's gonna pull them out, and then the real world shit for the last two episodes is gonna pop off. Yeah, um, and it's gonna be dope because guns and shit. I don't know what they're gonna do. Guns and violence. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but yeah, like how they gonna get Kirito and them out of there? Yep. Is the fucking SWAT team on the outside finally gonna raid the building and save them? Yep. Find out next episode of Sword Art Online Z. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm thinking gonna happen. Okay. Yeah, I think I think they're gonna have to fight something. I, I like that though. I like that because I could definitely see Yui coming and like, hey y'all, y'all gotta get out of here. But I still think they're gonna spend some time in there. I Yui, think they're gonna be in okay. there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then they're gonna be in there for like 10, 15 years at least. Like they're gonna be in no. there for some time. You think so? Yeah, they're gonna be in there for some time. Like, cause it, it don't make no sense. If they said that if you didn't make it out in time, the real the reality is that you're gonna be in there. For 200 years, it's going to seem like 200 years, even though it's really just going to be a split second. Yeah. Like, that's because they accelerated it so fast. Yeah. Like, the only way for that to not happen is for Yui to come in there, like you said, and say, yeah, I'm going to slow this down mm-hmm. and not make it and make it so that it's not that fast. And we can just spend like you guys want to spend a year together. Yeah, let's do let's spend a year together. Nah. I'll make a whole fantasy world for us and shit like that. But that's the only way I see it happening. But I don't think, I don't think that would be fair to the watchers. So right. I don't think they're gonna do that. Nah, I don't think so. Like we we want to see that there is a repercussion for this battle. Dang. I don't want. I I just don't want. I don't want Asuna and Kirito to just get out of it too easy. But I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be harsh. Right. I want it to be like 
if if they do the whole 200 years in there and they come out of there, they're getting married like tomorrow. <laughs> if they don't get married after being together 20 years, they need to actually just go ahead and tie that knot. It's like, look, bro, I know I'm two years older than you, Kirito, but you're going to have to take this. <laughs> anyway, um, let's go to rent a girlfriend. Yes. Yeah, uh, you were right in the after story when you said this one was more funny. Yeah. Um, not much to it. So this episode, the only thing that disappointed me about this episode was the fact that I wanted his girlfriend quotations. Uh Ruka. Ruka. I wanted Ruka to be like behind him, even though he was like behind Mizuhara. I yeah. I wanted him to be behind Chizuhara or Chizuru and be like, yo. Like, I saw you doing this all day, and I got questions. And I want Ruka to be like, yo, so you really been following this chick all day? Like, I'm your girlfriend, bro. Like, what are you doing? That I just want... I'll, that would have been the drama that we would have anticipated or wanted. Yeah, yeah. But the, the only thing is, is that, like, I'm like, Ruka deserves better. I know. That's <laughs> the same thing so, I was thinking, bro. She deserves so much better than you, bro. Because, like... Literally, I get it. I get it. And this is the first real sign that she has shown that she thinks of him. But it's still like, Ruka deserves better than you. She out here giving you her all. Yeah, I don't... I, it's so hard to find a problem with whatever Ruka was doing. It irritated me. I'm like, just dude, just try, bro. He's not even... I mean, I understand you love who you love. And he started to fall in love with Chizuru at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. At the exact wrong time, which again, it all makes sense. It all totally fucking makes sense, unfortunately. But it's, it's just, been like a month. Yeah. Yep. A month has passed. Now he's. But the fact that she hasn't even said anything to him, but she did think about him during Christmas with this dude, whoever he was. Did they say was, who he was? Yeah, it, it was in the, in her art, her acting class. She's an actor. That's right. That's right. And he was just helping her rehearse her lines. Mm. Yeah. And it makes sense as to why he's like the total hottie and yep. uh, Kazuya was salty. Like, yo, why is she with him? Like, dude look good as fuck. He was <laughs> mad. I was like, yo, you mad insecure, bro. Like, you <laughs> straight up. You think he you think she with any dude and she getting piped. It's like, let it be. <laughs> let it let it breathe, bro. Oh my goodness, man. <laughs> all, all she's saying is, look, I do I do dates and I'm just practicing my lines. And I needed someone to help me pick a gift. As Even it. though the gift still looked a little little girly. I think it was a I think it was a, a a heartfelt gift though, even though it wasn't like a big gift. Right. It was heartfelt because that one of the things the first thing they did show in the in this episode was that his phone was broken up and cracked still, up. Yep. Yep. And it was like, this has been a long time. And she was like, I'm gonna do this. I thought that was hard. I thought oh not hard, but I thought it was nice. I was like, I can't believe like she still thought about that. She now was it, the, it yeah. yeah, was it the biggest thing? No. She her, said knock on your door, but her seeing them and having that look on her face hers spacing out with that mm-hmm. that said so to good. me that she yeah yeah it did <laughs> yeah it did it was like oh yeah hell yeah she's jealous kind of maybe yeah but you said it says you what that she was jealous yeah oh yeah, yeah. that she was feeling some kind of way about it 
and she was like she kind of said it she's like yeah i just feel bad for making you date her but also um when her friends was like what are you doing she's like i'm spending christmas with a boy and i was like oh let's see i'm I'm thinking like okay when she said that i'm thinking okay she about to try and slide on um kaguya Right, right and akazia and she didn't i was a little disappointed in that i thought she was gonna show up but the fact that she went on this date to get him a gift and practice her lines and stuff it still felt like something that she would do yeah but 100 she don't but, give dude she inter. i think she internally doesn't know that she gives a fuck about kazia you know what i'm saying like she internally feels like she knows yeah like she doesn't know that she cares but she actually care but she's not trying mm-hmm. to feel that. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's against... She's trying that. to suppress it. Yes. She's against that shit. So, I guess. And then when she's... Like I said, when she saw them together, that's when she thought about, hey, well, damn, I kind of feel bad for making him do that with her. Let me go ahead and get this phone case because it is... Because of me, his phone is broken. Like, mm-hmm. that's all. She's being considerate, I think. But she doesn't know that she likes him yet. That's where I'm at with it. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Let's I, get Ruka China new boo. I know. Please. <laughs> Please. Not the weasel tooth, tooth motherfucker, though. <laughs> and my mom, what's her name? Monami? Still gone. Yeah. Mommy China? Yeah, we, we happy with that. Yeah, she's still gone. And I'm cool <sighs> with that. I kind of wish she was come around. Ew, excuse me. And see Ruka. See Ruka and be Saudi all over again. Yeah. Like he had a new bitch. <laughs> it ain't even been that long. <laughs> and she cold too. Come on, bro. Yo, that shit great. Yeah, it's, um, a, it's a great show. Like I said, I'm I'm gonna read it after it's done because I wanna I need to know. Cause I know they're gonna fucking play us, dude. I know they're gonna play us. Yeah. This is one of the more uh relaxing episodes, but yeah. it, it it still had like some good implications. Um it kept it kept things good. Straight up. Simple, smooth. Straight up. All right. And with that, that wraps episode 64 on my check waifu waifu. All right. Well, here's the recap then. We just finished talking about the probably more more chill, relaxed episode of Rent a Girlfriend. Pretty funny. How SAO is very uh how Polo would call campy and uh love it. <laughs> Still love it. <laughs> he called it Power Rangers. All right. Um, <laughs> Misfit Demon King, yo, is hitting though. Like it, it's still consistently for like that sleeper. I mean, I guess to us it's not a sleeper, but you know, for a lot of people who's not watching, it's that sleeper for you. Fire Force, not our favorite episode, but still better than a lot of other episodes. Um, mm-hmm. We love to see Ogun go off. That was some great greatness there. Uh, Re Zero, <laughs> it's like a reincarnation of episode fifteen, but just a whole new. Whole new light on it. Um, great episode from ReZero. We had our break right before that. We also announced that we're doing our Banana Fish review next week. Watch it with us. That's our um, recommendation. Watch it. Get the review. Let us know what you think. Dexter, that's for you. Because I know you, you text me and say, watch Banana Fish right now. <laughs> I'm about to calm down, brother. Um, what's the most nerve-wracking anime ever? Um, I said ReZero. Uh, he said Yukina-chan. Um we also talked about Bleach and their villains. Um, and then we also had the questions, uh, time stop versus uh, five seconds in the future. Um, favorite anime or what kind of anime story would you write? Uh, worst jobs you ever had. And then favorite anime themes. 
We also had to talk about subs versus dubs and why you look stupid. Dumb. Literally choosing one over the other. Um, <laughs> also defended Legend of Korra because, come on, bro, y'all got to stop that. Or, or, or sis, whoever is shitting on Korra, we're not taking it no more. Um, <laughs> Polo watched Expelled from Paradise. Weird, bro. So weird. <laughs> I watched Decadence, and I'm going to keep watching it. Um, Polo, when it hits episode 12, he's going to probably pick it up. Um, and then also Polo watch Great Pretender. I'm gonna have to pick that up too. I'm gonna try and watch all of that. And um, Banana Fish, we gonna get together. I also gotta catch up on that Zanpakuto art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. She's <laughs> crazy, bro. She's crazy. This is uh, I am at Polo Born Flown on social media. And I am at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram. Subscribe to the YouTube, check out our Patreon, and join our Discord, all in the show notes. Thank y'all so much for listening. As always, mic check. Check, check, check. I don't have the echo. Mic check, check. Later. (laughs) (laughs) You're now tuned into... Mike, just get out of my life.